Job chapter 40, Job's reply to God's challenge. Then the Lord answered Job, Will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let the person who accuses God give him an answer. Then Job answered the Lord, Indeed, I am completely unworthy. How could I reply to you? I put my hand over my mouth to silence myself. I have spoken once, but I cannot answer. Twice, I will say no more. The Lord's second speech. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind, Get ready for a difficult task like a man. I will question you and you will inform me. Would you indeed annul my justice? Would you declare me guilty so that you might be right? Do you have an arm as powerful as God's and can thunder with a voice like his? Adorn yourself then with majesty and excellency and clothe yourself with glory and honour. Scatter abroad the abundance of your anger. Look at every proud man and bring him low. Look at every proud man and abase him. Crush the wicked on the spot. Hide them in the dust together. Imprison them in the grave. Then I myself will acknowledge to you that your right hand can save you. The Deception of Behemoth Look now at Behemoth, which I made as I made you. It eats grass like the ox. Look at its strength in its loins, and its power in the muscles of its belly. It makes its tail stiff like a cedar, and sinews of its thighs are tightly wound. Its bones are tubes of bronze, its limbs, its limbs like bars of iron. It ranks first among the works of God, the one who made it has furnished it with a sword. For the hills bring it food where all the wild animals play. Under the lotus trees it lies, in the secrecy of the reeds and the marsh. The lotus trees conceal it with their shadow, the poplars by the stream conceal it. If the river rages, it is not disturbed. It is secure, though the Jordan should surge up into its mouth. Can anyone catch it by its eyes, or pierce its nose with a snare? Job chapter 41, the description of Leviathan. Can you pull in Leviathan with a hook, and tie down its tongue with a rope? Can you put a cord through its nose, or pierce its jaw with a hook? Will it make numerous supplications to you? Will it speak to you with tender words? Will it make a pact with you, so that you could take it as your slave for life? Could you play with it like a bird, or tie it on a leash for your girls? Will partners bargain for it? Will they divide it up among the merchants? Can you fill its hide with harpoons, or its head with fishing spears? If you lay your hand on it, you will remember the fight. Do not do it again. See, his expectation is wrong. He is laid low even at the first sight of it. Is it not fierce when it is awakened? Who is he then who can stand before it? Who has confronted me that I should repay? Everything under heaven belongs to me. I will not keep silent about its limbs and the extent of its might and the grace of its arrangement. Who can uncover its outer covering? Who can penetrate to the inside of its armour? Who can open the doors of its mouth? Its teeth all around are fearsome. Its back has rows of shields, shut up closely together as with a seal, each one is so close to the next that no air can come between them. They lock tightly together one to the next, they cling together and cannot be separated. 
Its snorting throws out flashes of light. Its eyes are like the red glow of dawn. Out of its mouth go flames, sparks of fire shoot forth. Smoke streams from its nostrils, as from a boiling pot over burning rushes. Its breath sets coals ablaze, and a flame shoots from its mouth. Strength lodges in its neck, and despair runs before it. The folds of its flesh are tightly joined. They are firm on it, immovable. Its heart is as hard as rock, hard as the lower millstone. When it rises up, the mighty are terrified. At its threshing about, they withdraw. Whoever strikes it with the sword will have no effect, nor with the spear, arrow or dart. It regards iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. Arrows do not make it flee. Slingshots become like chaff to it. A club is counted as a piece of straw. It laughs at the rattling of the lance. Its underparts are the sharp points of potsherds. It leaves its mark in the mud like a threshing sledge. It makes the deep boil like a cauldron and stirs up the sea like a pot of ointment. It leaves a glistening wake behind it. One would think the deep had a head of white hair. The like of it is not on the earth, a creature without fear. It looks on every haughty being. It is king over all that are proud. Job chapter 42, Job's Confession Then Job answered the Lord, I know that you can do all these things, no purpose of yours can be thwarted. You ask, who is this who darkens counsel without knowledge? But I have declared without understanding things too wonderful for me to know. You said, pay attention and I will speak. I will question you and you will answer me. I have heard you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye has seen you. Therefore I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. The Epilogue, Job's Restoration After the Lord had spoken these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My anger is stirred up against you and your two friends, because you have not spoken about me what is right, as my servant Job has. So now take seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. And my servant Job will intercede for you, and I will respect him, so that I do not deal with you according to your folly, because you have not spoken about me what is right, as my servant Job has. So they went, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Namathite, and did just as the Lord had told them, and the Lord had respect for Job. So the Lord restored what Job had lost after he prayed for his friends, and the Lord doubled all that had belonged to Job. So they came to him, all his brothers and sisters, and all who had known him before, and they dined with him in his house. They comforted him and consoled him for all the trouble the Lord had brought him, and each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed the second part of Job's life more than the first. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. And he also had seven sons and three daughters. The first daughter he named Jemimah, the second Keziah and the third Keren Hapuch. 
Nowhere in all the land could women be found who were as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father granted them an inheritance alongside their brothers. After this Job lived 140 years. He saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. And so Job died, old and full of days. Psalm 150 Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the sky which testifies to his strength. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with a blast on the horn. Praise him with the lyre and the harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and the flute. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, water as clear as crystal, pouring out from the throne of God and of the Lamb, flowing down the middle of the city's main street. On each side of the river is the tree of life, producing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month of the year. Its leaves are for the healing of the nations, and there will no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city. His servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will be no more, and they will not need the light of a lamp, or the light of the sun, because the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign for ever and ever. A final reminder. Then the angel said to me, These words are reliable and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must happen soon. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy expressed in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things, and when I heard and saw them, I threw myself down to worship at the feet of the angel who was showing them to me. But he said, Do not do this. I am a fellow servant with you, and with your brothers the prophets, and with those who obey the words of this book. Worship God. Then he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy contained in this book, because the time is near. The evildoer must continue to do evil, and the one who is morally filthy must continue to be filthy. The one who is righteous must continue to act righteously, and the one who is holy must continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me to pay each one according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so they can have access to the tree of life and can enter into the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let the one who hears say, Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wants it take the water of life free of charge. 
I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy contained in this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book of prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. The one who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with all.